Hey there. How you doing, sir? Thanks for taking my call. You got it, man. What's going on? Hey, yeah, you know, I woke up this morning and, uh, you know, read the news, read the Detroit News article mm-hmm. about the uh, the Trump, the, the phone call from mm-hmm. Trump and uh, his, his efforts to do what he did. And I knew, I said to myself, I'm going to listen to WJR today. And at some point, I'm going to hear them try to spin it and say, it's not a big deal. No, no problem. Just like what you guys are doing. No, mm. no problem. When did I Trump say it wasn't a big free. deal? Ryan, when did I say it wasn't a big deal? Oh, I've been hearing it all day. Oh, I've been okay. hearing it all day. And then, I, and then I'm, hearing, I'm hearing you guys in the previous calls you made trying to talk your way around it. I've been on for I'm 48 perfect. minutes and 30 seconds, FYI. But okay, yes. go ahead. Yes. And, and FYI, I know that you guys are propagandists on this station. Oh, I totally get it. Really? You, you do your, yeah, you receive your RNC talking points every morning, or you receive them from the Trump campaign. You're in lockstep what? with the stuff that they're saying. Where is that email? Here's- Ryan, I would love for you to show me the, the, the daily yeah. RNC talking points that I get. Do you want to know how I know that? I the way I know that is, uh, the... I, I watching Fox News yesterday, uh-huh. listening to WJR, uh, watching the, or listening to WJR today, and a number of other right wing outlets. Because I purposely checked this to see how this works. Sure, you're using the same the same verbiage, the same expressions, the same message, the same talking points, saying the same thing. Oh, we don't don't worry about the Donald Trump phone call. We want an actual oh. divorce. We want we want civil war. We want we want a Donald Trump dictatorship and all the different ways that you guys try to couch those expressions. So I just got to put it out there for you and the listeners, and I won't take up much more of your time. Hey, Dan, yeah, hit the button. Hit it. Ryan, Merry Christmas. See ya. Nonsense. I would love Ryan since he apparently is Inspector Gadget. Go ahead, Ryan. Find me anytime I've said any of those things. I'll wait. I work at the Fisher Building. Address it to me. I'd love for you to find that evidence. I wish we got talking points every morning. Make our job and a lot easier. Make our job a hell of a lot easier. Please send me some talking points, please. All right. I apologize to Natalie Compton. I was very excited about this topic. <laughs> Natalie Compton is with the Washington Post. Uh, and Natalie, I have to tell you, my blood pressure is high, but I am full of holiday spirit. And I must tell you, I have always thought, A, it's it's been two thoughts. I love Home Alone. I love Home Alone 1. I love Home Alone 2. Anything that came after that isn't a part of the Home Alone universe, and I, dis- I disavow it. But I always wondered, A, what the parents did in that movie. What jobs did they have to be able to afford the house, all those kids, flying the whole family out to Paris? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's an unbelievable bill, I would imagine. And you've done the research on this, and it turns out it's pretty darn expensive. Yes, it is not cheap to take 15 people to Paris, especially if you're letting the four adults go first class and the kids ride coach. But that's a lot of people, a lot of mouths to feed and a lot of flights. Did you factor in the crystal wear that the uncle took (laughs) also on the flight? Was that factored in? You know, what a luxurious bygone (laughs) era where we get crystals 
serving wear on a flight. Um, we did not factor in the price of Crystal then and now, and would he be stealing more <laughs> than it's worth? Would but, he be in a French um, prison when they landed? <laughs> yeah. He's going straight to airport jail, yeah. and good luck getting out. All right, so you but, took into account airport transfer. You took into account flights, uh, the emergency flights home for the mother, uh, the carpooling with the polka band, which I absolutely love. Um, kind of break it down for me. Sure. So I talked to travel experts to kind of get a ballpark estimate of what these things would cost now. And also, would they be more expensive now than if you did it in the 90s? And what people told me was airport transfers, yes, have changed in price. Fuel has gone up. But we also have new apps like Uber and Lyft. And with that competition, that drives prices down. So even though it was probably uh, different, we can say it's it's a wash. Airport transfer is probably about the same today. So if you were going to try to get 15 people to the airport, you can expect to pay $260 plus on that. Um, not cheap, but you are flying with 15 people. So that's on you. Uh, when it comes to flights, the good news for travelers in 2023 is that compared to 1990, flight prices are 30% cheaper these days than back then. Really? That doesn't mean, yeah, it's, we're living in the golden age of travel now. And even though we see prices go up, 2019, things seem very expensive to us. It's still 30% cheaper than it was in the 90s. So. I, it always That's, sticks out to me. They, I think they ordered, uh, how many pizzas did they order in Home Alone in the, in the initial uh, opening scene? 12 pizzas or something like that? It was like 120 bucks. And it didn't bucks. come out so much, but yeah. yeah I was, was impressed a, by that. Yeah, great. A great steal. Uh, now, you know, we have a lot of different pizza options. I, I think somebody else did the math, and, and that price has also gone up. But when it comes to the airline flights today, if you wanted to recreate this trip to Paris, you could expect to pay about $3,100 a piece for those business class seats uh, to Paris on American. And for those 11 kids in coach, each of those tickets would be at least a grand. So if you were adding all that up for the one uncle who volunteered to pay for this entire trip for the McAllister's, you're looking at 25 grand for the airfare alone. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, it's a it's a very comprehensive look, and I appreciate you doing the work. So the grand total, when all is said and done, ended up being what? We're looking at about $2,800 or more for this sweet Uncle Rob, including the chaotic emergency flights home for half the family to go get Kevin. $28,000. $28,000. bucks. It's a lot of money. If you could give one travel tip to people traveling this Christmas season, uh, what's the most important thing people need to remember? If you were somebody traveling like the McAllisters, I would definitely recommend travel insurance. You'll have that trip interruption coverage in case you need to fly home and rescue your son. Yeah. Otherwise, I would say do not check a bag this holiday season if you can avoid it. And if you must, Put an air tag in there, some kind of tracker, even tile if you didn't want an Apple product. Because if you are stressed out looking for your bag this holiday season, the Christmas cheer goes right out the window. So pack responsibly. And and maybe uh, be a little more um, uh, timely for your flight. Maybe set two alarms. 
just in case the power goes out and and uh, you need to catch your flight, I would set two alarms. A backup alarm will, will do you a lot of good. Nest cameras in case you have two wildly blurs <laughs> coming to your house. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Natalie, good stuff. Thank you very much. Have a good Christmas. We'll talk to you again soon. Safe travels. Yeah, that's Natalie Compton with the Washington Post. Twenty eight thousand bucks for that trip to Paris. That's that's a uh, it's a lot of dough. Uh, real quick, out to Vince in Northville before we take our break. Vince, what's up, bud? Hey, Chris, just want to say congratulations on your hardcore first hate call. You did very well. I'm Thanks, very impressed. Man. Hey, just want to let you know, the Supreme Court doesn't want to touch this issue with Trump. They don't want their fingers on it. That's why they kicked it to the lower courts, because uh, if the, the Supreme Court were to take it, it would look it would be impropriety on their part trying to potentially do election interference and the justices are smart enough with the current temperature of the country as it is right now and they don't want to weigh either way so that's why they're kicking it back to the lower courts and either way they're going to win because now that it gets kicked back to lower courts it's going to take it to the end of 2024 with all the uh, legal briefs that got to be filed at that point either donald trump's going to be elected or he's going to go away because he's going to be aged out and this is the reason why the supreme court decided just to leave it alone well yeah and vince you're 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 partly right and i think this is a win for the trump legal team because they wanted this route anyway they wanted to, to make their case in a lower court before and, it got and, to the Supreme Court. And one other point that real I want quick, to make real is quick. sometimes when the Supreme Court gets involved, like with the abortion issue, okay, if they would have just left it alone and not messed with Roe versus Wade, even though I'm a Christian conservative, yeah. I think we would have been better off all than right, we Vince, are right now. Vince, I got to run. Have a Merry Christmas, all right, man? We'll talk to you in the new year. Got to take a break. More next on WJR. 